I know, but I feel like that's we've had the same intro for four weeks in a row. So we need something much more hilarious. Be more funny. Welcome back to another episode of the NOIC Godcast. It has been a series. It has been both hilarious and intense, uh, which neither are uh, strangers to this table. Uh, I do feel like this series on disappointment has been something that's really resonated with a lot of people. Uh, We've had a lot of feedback from the series, probably more than any before. And the fact is that all of us, every single one of us, face disappointment, yeah. period. Mm-hmm. Uh, for a lot of us, though, even even those of us who grew up in church, though we all face disappointment, the only um, words of advice that we get is that life's not fair. Yep. <laughs> yep. And and there's some truth to that, but mm-hmm. I'm not so sure that's the most beneficial yep. uh, way of dealing with this. Yes. Um, and so, anyways, today we're going to talk about discerning disappointment. So it's no secret, Jay already told us at uh, the beginning of the series that uh, we are coming right off the heels of a very disappointing week of mm-hmm. not so much of camp. Mm-hmm. Uh, like they're of camp. Yeah. Uh, so as we said, you know, tornado came through, knocked out the power. And so mm-hmm. uh, what should have been the funnest week of the year actually turned out to be one of the most disappointing yes. weeks of our entire year. And uh, all while the week was let uh, a letdown to a lot of people, I think a lot of people left disappointed. I would venture to say that the three people at this table we're probably more disappointed than maybe anyone yeah. or there was a uh, elevated disappointment yeah. among the three of us. People punchy things, yeah, people like, crying. It's it was, fine. It's fine. It's like, wait, what did I don't call? remember I don't punching remember. anything yet. You threatened to do it a lot. Yeah, though. Yeah, I like to threaten it, but I probably won't do it. I don't want to pay for that. Um, but I can't state uh, enough just how much time and effort and prayer and blood and sweat and mm-hmm. tears really went into the preparation of camp uh, by the people at this table. Yep. And so there was a lot of reason for disappointment. Mm-hmm. It was funny, uh, if you guys remember, when we were packing up, right, the day after we canceled camp, we're packing all of this stuff up. Mm-hmm. The three We brought three trailers. Mm-hmm. We're packing them all up. And um, we're, like, passing stuff behind the mm-hmm. curtain, and we're like, oh, we didn't even get to use this that. This would have been so much fun. Oh, this would have been so much fun. They didn't even get to see that. Or, like, people that, like, were helping us yeah, were like, like, what, what was that? this for? Like, we're like, oh, it was for that was this. Thursday. Yeah, 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 basically. Um. But we've spent the last three weeks discussing how we may never know the why, mm-hmm. but regardless, when disappointment hits, we have to trust the God who does know why. Yep. We have to trust that he knows best. And so today I want to challenge uh, challenge us that through disappointment, we need to check ourselves mm-hmm. uh, in light of disappointment. So I can't speak for, for you guys, but I have a feeling at least you two Don't are know. like this. Who else is there? Well, I was meaning like the people tuning in. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was like, is there people in there? I don't know. <laughs> Look under your chair. Um, so I can't speak for them, but I okay. kind of feel like I can speak for you guys. Sometimes it's really, really hard not to take disappointment personally. Yes. And I don't mean like Johnny popped your balloon and like, I'm disappointed and I take that personally. <laughs> I mean more like, um, you know, something happens and you're like, is that my fault? Right. Yeah. Like taking it personally. Does that make sense? Yeah. And so sometimes it's hard not to feel like disappointment is a punishment or a consequence of your own making. Mm-hmm. Uh, and in so many words, I know this is a story we all know so well inside and out. 
But in so many words, this is what Job's friends come to him and try to convince him of. Mm -hmm. They're trying to tell him, Job, be disappointed because you're the problem, right? If you read the book backwards. (laughs) Yeah. Um, And and so we all know the story, right? Uh, In a matter of days, Job loses his family. He loses his wealth. He loses his possessions, his health. Uh, He's pretty distraught. I I would say he was a bit disappointed by the happenings of the events. And so Job's friends show up on the scene and they're like, Job, what'd you do? Mm -hmm. Job. Don't you know God only picks on the wicked people, Job? Yeah. Don't you know that he blesses people who he likes? Job, mm-hmm. what's your problem? You're you, you are. What's what? <laughs> yeah. Right? That's basically the story, Job. Uh, please don't read my version. <laughs> <laughs> but Isn't that good? if we could if we could step into Job's shoes for a minute, it's really easy to fall in that mentality when things go wrong. At least it is for me. And mm-hmm. I'm assuming I'm not alone. Yeah. The person under your chair agrees completely. There's not a lot of space. Uh, <laughs> feel bad for them. So it would have been so simple for Job to convince himself that the calamity was a cause of his own making, mm-hmm. that this disappointment was a result of his disobedience to God. And I think sometimes when things go wrong in our in our life, when, when camps get canceled, when we get bad news, when mm-hmm. something doesn't happen that should have, when things take place, I think it's easy to think, well, maybe if I would have just prayed one more minute, mm-hmm. or maybe if I would have yeah. just read one more chapter, maybe then this wouldn't have happened because yep. then God would have been happy with me. Is that not how yep. we think? Mm-hmm. I think everyone has a bit of that somehow. Yep. But the thing is, when we think that way, it pushes us deeper into disappointment. Mm-hmm. Does it not? Like, yep. we're, I was disappointed before, now I'm really disappointed because I realized, oh, that was yeah. my fault, right? Yeah. So it pushes us further into disappointment and further away from God. And so what I want us to grasp today, and this is maybe a little bit of a more deeper podcast, but what I want us to grasp today is whenever that is our response to disappointment, Mm -hmm. it proves that our faith is in us instead of rightly in God. It's it's on our shoulders instead of on God's shoulders. Does Mm -hmm. that make sense? Mm -hmm. And so it shows that we're really relying on what we bring to the table to protect us, Mm -hmm. to care for us, to provide for us instead of what God brings to the table. And so it declares that our life is still our own to uphold and to keep from the ditches and the the snares of life instead of relying upon Christ Mm -hmm. to guide our paths. And so if we're living in such a way, this may be a little bit controversial. Controversial. Even in disappointment, I just got to bring spicy (laughs) stuff. (laughs) Not disappointment. (laughs) To clarify which one. Um, So if we're living in such a way that, listen, if we're living in such a way that gives God a reason to discipline us through disappointment, Mm -hmm. then frankly, we're not living a biblical Christian life. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like, so so think of parenting. For now. Your day will come. Uh, Think of parenting, (laughs) though, right? You 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 have a life that you want your kids to live. If they don't do what you expect of them, they're disciplined. Mm hmm. And so to be a good child, you do the things your parents said, Mm -hmm. giving them no cause to discipline you. Mm -hmm. So the only reason you get disciplined is if you're not being the child your parents. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Like, is that not obvious? Jamie gets it. I don't Mm -hmm. know what your problem is. My children are perfect. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's the problem. You're in denial. Um, (laughs) I just had a vision of you in a river. Denial. vision of drowning you in a river. Mosesing it up <laughs> in a basket. <laughs> okay, well, yeah, um, that's that. That's that. So, for a Christian, what does Paul say? I, this is one of my mantras of life. For a Christian to live is Christ, mm-hmm. which means that my faith, my right standing before God, is found solely where in. Jesus mm-hmm. and not in me. Paul didn't say for me to live as Paul. And that's how most Christians live. Yeah. 
No, for me to live is Christ. My rightness with God is because of Jesus and him alone. But this also means that I have to live in such a way that I'm submissive. I surrender to Jesus yeah. in order for him to be my sufficiency. And I know this is deep for, for a kid's podcast, but it's so, so, so important. Mm -hmm. We have to live a submissive life to Jesus in order for him to be our sufficiency to God. Yeah. Job doesn't flinch. He doesn't even take the accusations to heart. I mm -hmm. love that. If you read the story, like they're they're shooting him, like they're talking, they're not literally, but they're talking about all the things he's done wrong. He doesn't even observe the thought. Like he just reflects it. So mm -hmm. why? I believe it's because prior to the disappointment, Job lived a righteous life mm -hmm. before God. Job's confidence after the disappointment was in his character prior to the disappointment. Yep. So what if we lived that way now? What if we lived above reproach? What if we lived a righteous life, a holy life? What if we lived a life of Christ as our life now so that when disappointments come, when trials and troubles come, mm -hmm. we know it's not our fault. We know this isn't a discipline. We yep. know this isn't a punishment. Yep. It is from God and therefore I trust God. I believe that's what we're reading here in the story of Job. Mm -hmm. He had a confidence in God, not because of what Job brought to the table, but because his relationship with God was okay mm -hmm. beforehand. Does that make yep. sense? Mm -hmm. Yep. Yeah. You're not gonna. You're not gonna help me at all today. You're just gonna make me sit here and drown her in the Nile. <laughs> yes. Mm. <laughs> Taking the guy Don't you me with oh, me. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's murder, but that's fine. <laughs> And drowning me isn't murder? No, I'm saying it's murder. Oh, oh what I, did no, you I'm, say? I said I'm taking the guy under the seat with me. <laughs> I was going to smash him. That's how he dies on his tombstone smooshed. Smooshed um, in the river. <clears throat> so we also find that Job was not surprised, mm -hmm. and he wasn't even caught off guard by the disappointment that God allowed to come in his way. This is mm -hmm. so, 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 so key, especially talking about camp, especially talking about the disappointments of life. I think things like a tornado running through your camp and taking out the electric – it catches us off guard a little yeah, bit. Just, just a little really bit. A little on yeah. Yeah. Uh, and, and in the same way in our life, when disappointments come, I think we scramble a bit. Mm -hmm. Job, even though it was disappointing, even though it was very stressful, Job saw it coming. Mm -hmm. Read, uh, Take a look at what Job says in Job 2.10. Shall we receive good at the hand of God and shall we not receive evil? Uh, one of the most famous verses in Job is, is Job 121 where he says, the Lord gave and the Lord mm -hmm. That's taken away. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Mm -hmm. What's Job saying here? He's saying, I expect things not to always go right because I know sometimes they do. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah. <laughs> I expect the evil things of life yep. because I also receive the good things of life. Yeah. And so Job wasn't caught off guard by disappointment. He expected them ahead of time. Hmm. And so Job says, why would we ever, you know, receive the good and not receive the evil that God dishes out? Job was not uh, deterred in his relationship mm -hmm. with God as a result of disappointment. How often is that the case for us? I think we've talked about that some on the series, mm -hmm. but a lot of times we get disappointment and, and as you know, God's here and we get disappointed and we just start stepping backwards slowly. Yep. Mm -hmm. I'm disappointed. I'm getting more disappointment. Yep. Oh, look at my fingers on the screen. Um, <laughs> 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 We're all mentally sane here. It's fine. But I think disappointment often pushes us away from God, whether it's we're questioning, mm -hmm. whether it's that we just don't like it. Yeah. And yet for Job, that wasn't the case. Yeah. In fact, it pressed him more into God. Yeah. Really? Nothing? You're doing such a good job. You're doing a good job. You're making me sh just labor so much. Yes. Make something up. You inhaled. That was the signal. I didn't inhale. <laughs> oh, I take that back. whoosh. <laughs> 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 You need lotion? Is no, that just I, said I, lotion. I, said, I said a whoosh. <laughs> so whenever we become disappointment or whenever we become disappointed and we allow it to push us away from God instead of towards God, it calls out our lack of sincerity mm -hmm. in the reason that we serve God. Yeah. 
if we're uh, a Christian for what we can get out of the deal, if Mm -hmm. we believe in order to receive, if we are, you know, in it to win it only, then we're always going to be disappointed. Why? Because that's not what Christianity is about. And you're Mm -hmm. never going to receive what you're expecting. Yep. Uh, And so Christ never promised a life of sunshine and puppy dog. No. No, no promise of rainbow. Well, there was a, ra- there was one. And it was a promise. That was, was, was a promise. Oh, was I take that. I retract that. Jesus didn't say that, but uh, <laughs> God did. Uh, so he never offered, you know, your best mm-hmm. life now. He never said that your prayers will always be answered or that you're always going to be happy. Yep. He said, expect disappointments, expect persecution, yep. expect hard times, expect fiery trials. And so even if you serve him perfectly, you can expect these things to happen. Yep. And so what I'm saying is just like Job even if you're living godly, expect to be disappointed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you see it coming, you can be prepared for its coming. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the Bible is fully transparent that the sun shines and the sun and the rain falls on both the mm-hmm. wicked and the righteous. Yeah. Uh, Jesus himself, this time he does say it. He does say that. In Matthew 5.45, he says it rains on the just and the unjust. It, it, the sun shines on the, the wicked and the righteous. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, a lot of times disappointment uncovers a deeper flaw in our spiritual lives. Christ is not our contentment. And we've talked about this Mm -hmm. several times in this series. Uh, But when our joy and when our peace and when our identity is found in Christ, we will really struggle immensely with disappointment of life. Mm -hmm. Did I say that backwards? I think I missed a knot because that didn't sound like what I meant. Let's try that again. When our joy and peace and yes. identity is not, not found in Christ. I was testing you guys and you failed. I was listening to the She's throat joining noise. The river. I thought there was a throat noise. I'm like, that's wrong. <laughs> Sorry. Okay, they were distracted by that too. Okay. So whatever our joy and our peace and our contentment, our identity is not found in Christ, we're really going to have a really difficult time with yep. disappointment. We're going to struggle immensely yep. to stay connected with God through disappointment because mm-hmm. we're going to think he let us down when we're yep. disappointed. Yep. But if our faith is found solely in Jesus, disappointments are the opportunity Mm -hmm. for more of what we actually desire, which is him. So disappointments give us the the uh, chance to have more of what we actually want. Mm -hmm. Well, and it honestly, it shows him through the disappointment. So I think of um, when I had Kari and me and mom have been praying for a much easier labor versus mm-hmm, the boys mm-hmm. and it didn't really go that way yeah. if you guys remember yeah. and i can remember like i knew like i couldn't be disappointed in god because he had to disappoint me like he right. can't do that right mm-hmm. but like this feeling i'm having but as soon as i was in the operation room and they told me the cord was wrapped around her neck it made me realize instantly like that disappointment was him actually protecting her yeah. right. and so it pointed me straight to him right, instantly. Yeah. Right. And I don't think there's anything wrong with being disappointed in the situation. Mm-hmm. But it's when that disappointment in the situation, just like you said, pushes you away from God. Yeah. That's when it's a problem because you're not serving him for pure reasons. Well, and I think that's the thing is like we have to, when we come up against a disappointment, it shouldn't be a, oh, it was bad on me. I just didn't meet up to whatever. But God gives us these things to grow. And right. so just like with her, she was like, I know I'm not supposed to be disappointed, but like I'm kind of feeling it. Right. But she learned through that that just because she felt that does not mean it's true. Right. Yeah. It, it wasn't disappointment in the yeah. end. Right. He was providing and right. taking care of it all right. along. It just wasn't the way that. And I how you just like James saying, like how you it pressed you further into God mm-hmm. because you learned that he was sovereign. He did know he did have a plan yep. when you would have known that otherwise. Right. And so just that's that's why God sends disappointment our way. I think a tinsel strength. You remember tinsel mm-hmm. strength? Mm-hmm. I started to put that in here, but apparently here we go. Uh, <laughs> tinsel strength is when, you know, you you what, what do you want to tell them? What tinsel no, strength? No, okay. It'll be like the whole story that I tried last week. And it's, well, not on the podcast, but on our okay. meeting. Um, 
I'm curious. Uh, so tensile <laughs> strength is the uh, ability, the the amount of tension a rope can take. Mm-hmm. Like so if you, you have a, it. yeah, how, how much you can pull it before it snaps. And so, uh, I don't remember where we're going with that. Yeah, now, now you just do the disco and that's the wrap. I don't know. Yeah, where was the rest of that There's story? a spiritual lesson there, figure it out. <laughs> if you guys figure it out, let us know. Um, yeah, I totally lost that. You distracted me with your mysterious story. Yeah, charge of challenge. Research tinsel strength and why you need it. Um, so, like, is it supposed to be basically like how like, how much you can take? How much you can take, but your strength is not good enough, but God's strength is more. Is that what that it's supposed sounds to be? beautiful? That was, I think that was, was going see like, our whole plan. We talked before was just act like we don't have a clue what we're talking about, and Jamie will make it up, and we'll <laughs> have a beautiful story. Kind of like if you think about like so technically, when you have um, most of the time when you have like ropes going across something. It's usually not just a singular rope. You usually yeah. have several different things. And so that's the thing is like, you can't just base it off of your own. You have to have God right. as well. So because you, just because you're going to snap, because we are human, we're going to snap, but his won't. Yeah. So like you, you have to, I think where I was going was um, not tensile strength at all. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking of, of they're very good. I was thinking of uh, the reason you exercise, the reason you lift mm-hmm. weights. Oh. Why do you lift weights? It, it is to build strength. Yes. And so though it is painful and though it is difficult and though it is strenuous mm-hmm. and, and unenjoyable on your body, mm-hmm. it actually does something. What does it do? It builds strength. That's the same way disappointment. God is giving us, allowing us to go through disappointments. Mm-hmm. And what is he doing? He's building up our endurance. He's building up our confidence, our faith in him yeah. through those disappointments. Unfortunately, to get stronger, you have to repeatedly go through that over and yes. over yeah. again. Yes. Hit You're going to have to tear some muscles. Hit the yeah. spiritual gym daily. And that's mm-hmm. what Job went through. I mean, we're going to, you know, we know that in the story, but that's what Job went through. Mm-hmm. So then we find that Job relies upon the facts through his disappointments. I thought this was pretty great uh this is again one of the most like i took i cheated and took the most well-known verses out of job i read the whole book but i just you know they are good for a reason Um, (laughs) (laughs) but this is the thing job like think about him this poor guy he lost his house he lost his wealth he lost his health he lost his possessions really he lost his relationship with his wife for a different reason but (laughs) yeah like this guy's poor life is just literally nothing left yeah got blisters and sores like it's just not a good Day. And this is what Job says in the middle of the book. This is what Job says in Job 19.25. Instead of looking at his disappointments, instead of looking at the circumstances of the tragedy of what he's lost, this is what Job says. For I know, mm-hmm. for I know that my Redeemer liveth and that he shall stand at the latter day upon this earth. Mm-hmm. That's a toughie. That's, yeah. that's because a lot of us, you know, we get so distracted when we're disappointed disappointed and and so the little things become bigger things and the bigger things become bigger things until things are just blown out of proportion and we can't know up from down and left from right and we're just in a total tizzy about the disappointment and just our whole life we're moping we're pouting we're acting angry towards our husband or whatever you're punching things Um, i like to punch (laughs) (laughs) we've got nothing else out isn't that the line of the hawk hawk punch smash Smash. Uh, well, Hawk this smash. is the Aldi's version. Oh. This is Jamie Punch. <laughs> That's right. You learned it here on the NOS. <laughs> Out of us, I'm the one that likes well, to punch. That, yeah, you said it. I'm like, I mean, I'm little. I have to punch. I had a hair. <laughs> oh, so is that like sign language for little? <laughs> no, I had a hair. Um, <laughs> my finger. So if you wouldn't mind. Uh, so, but that's the thing. When we get disappointed, I mean, we've all three talked about that from camp. Like, it's a, yep. it, it was a big disappointment. Mm-hmm. But we allowed it to snowball yep. and grow and grow and grow and grow and grow. And all of a sudden, we're not really dealing with reality from mm-hmm. this disappointment. We're dealing with the, you get what I'm yep. saying? And so... Mm-hmm. 
When we look at the pain, when we look at the problems, when we keep our eyes focused on the despair, disappointment becomes this dark hole that we hold up inside of and it's full of rain and clouds mm-hmm. and pity parties. But just like Job, Christians do not walk by sight. Yep. Like we're going to talk about that later this year. I'm excited for that series. Mm-hmm. You also learned that here first on the NYC, I guess. Uh, but Us too. Christians. <laughs> you picked it. I know what you matter. did. I know. Um, Christians do not walk by sight. Mm-hmm. Christians do not walk by sight. Yep. Christians do not walk by sight. That's not my words. Yeah. That's the Bible. Christians refuse to look at the looming clouds. They mm-hmm. neglect to consider the current circumstances. Mm-hmm. They cease to see the situation as it appears. Why? Because they do not walk by sight. They yeah. don't operate by what they see. Instead, we live our lives by truth, mm-hmm. by the fact, by Jesus Christ. Yeah. Not what we see, but by faith, mm-hmm. what we don't see. And so whenever we're disappointed and we remain in this sulky, sour, stale, stagnant state. Mm-hmm. Wow. Wow. Uh, whenever we're looking. <laughs> oh, what did you say? I said instant, but that's not the word. That was instant. You just did that immediately. It's like mashed potatoes. I was thinking rice or pudding. Right. Instant. Yeah. If you don't bite in the cups, you have to actually make it. It's not motivational. It's instant. Hold on. Hold on. Isn't the pudding in the cups instant? Well, yeah, but for someone else. They're more, they're more instant. It's more instant than instant pudding because it's just already there. It's just pudding. <laughs> Why does this follow us everywhere we go? Every episode is pudding. Okay, that's a t-shirt for us. Every episode is pudding, the NYC guy guess. Anyways, so uh, whenever we remain in the state, we are looking at the pain instead of the provider. We're looking at the ailment instead of the answer. We're looking at the woes instead of the way maker. Job had literally just lost his family, his home, his wealth, his possessions, his relationship, and now his health. There mm-hmm. seemed like some pretty distracting things going on in his life. Yep. There seemed like some things he should be looking at. Mm-hmm. And yet Job discerned through the pain that his redeemer, God himself, was on Job's side. Yep. Job refused to look at what he could see, and instead he looked at the facts. I know my Redeemer lives. Mm -hmm. That is hard, folks. That Mm -hmm. is a challenge. That is something that all of us need. What are the facts? Don't look by sight. Look by faith. Mm -hmm. And so even though Job faced an uncertain future, Job trusted an all-knowing God. This one's a little longer. Do you want to read it, Jamie? Uh, listen, I'm no. She does do a good job at reading. <laughs> I think she does. She I, could use the practice. I can huh? read it at a first grade level. She needs level. some tinsel strength, whatever that means. <laughs> Job says this, I know that thou canst do everything and that no thought can be withholden from thee. Who is he that hideth counsel without knowledge? Therefore, have I uttered that I understand not? Things too wonderful for me, which I knew not. Here, I beseech thee, and I will speak. I will demand of thee, and declare thou unto me. I have heard of thee by the hearing of the ear. Catch this. But now, Job says, mine eye seeth thee. Mm -hmm. Job recognized his smallness, and it led him to conclude God's bigness. Job knew that ultimately he was hopelessly dependent upon God and his mercy for all things in life. Whether God ever sought to restore Job's possessions or his family or his wealth or his health, Job was brought to a place of humble submission before God as a result of his disappointment. In other words, 
Job admits, I can actually now see God because of this disappointment. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Though I hate that I lost my family, though I hate that I lost my home, had I kept them, I wouldn't have seen God. Yeah. I now, because of the disappointment, I now can see God. That's what you were just saying with Mm -hmm. Kari in so many words. Mm -hmm. Whether we like it or not, disappointment is the department of deepening in the kingdom of heaven. Mm -hmm. God never wastes a trial or a trouble. And with every disappointment that we face, he intends to draw us more closer to him. Yeah. As painful as it may have been, I really believe that God saw fit to, if God had saw fit to never restore Job's life, Job still could have lived a content and faithful life before God simply for no other reason than that he'd come to see God. He'd come to know God for himself. And so this is the ultimate end goal of, of all things in the life of a Christian. This is why we do everything we do as believers to know God Mm -hmm. and to make him known. And so ask yourself, folks, are you allowing your disappointments to do just that? When you face an awful circumstance, when you face a disappointment, are you allowing that disappointment to work for your good, for his good? Are you allowing that disappointment to allow you to know God and allow God to be made known through you? Or are you just wasting it? We talk about this a lot uh, here at the church, but... If you don't learn the lesson, God has a way of merry-go-rounding your trials. He has a way of making you go back through that. The story does not go this way, but imagine Job wouldn't have learned the lesson and he gets a new family and then, oh, and then he gets a new house and, oh, and then he gets a new health and, oh, there come the boils again. Like, that would be awful. Yeah. But do you see, folks, learn the lesson. Allow it to allow to know, allow your disappointment to help you know God Mm -hmm. and to make him known. Don't waste the trial. Yeah. And so, yes. And I think that um, something that is hard, especially I I would assume more of like Western world issues, is that what people don't understand is that everything that you have in life is not a uh, right. Mm. So if whatever it takes to get you closer to God. So technically, if God wanted to take your family and not provide you a new one. He doesn't owe that to you. Yeah. He doesn't. He doesn't owe that to you. He doesn't have to give you an explanation mm-hmm. on that. And I think that's something that we in the like Western world kind of have like, because we're like, oh, well, we have to have like mm-hmm. the things that we want. But it God is still good even if he takes all of it away and doesn't replace it mm-hmm. never gives you an answer. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Absolutely. Like, and that's the thing that with this is you're just going to have to realize that whatever – And the problem is, too, is that we see someone else that doesn't have to. Right. Like, they're like, well, this person doesn't have to go through this trial, but you do. That's what God has chosen for you. Yeah. Kind of reminds me of what we talked about in Sunday school this morning, because in the Western culture, Mm -hmm. we have such a way of making everything God's word says about us. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that is a problem. (laughs) Yeah. That was never the point. And so that's exactly kind of what James is saying, is that... You know, we're always going to be setting ourselves up for disappointment if we think this thing's about mm-hmm. us because why would God take our family if this is about me? Yeah. Right. yeah. <laughs> why, would, right. why would God make it thunderstorm? Why would God send a tornado if this is about me? Yep. Yep. But it was never about us. It was always about him. And so sometimes it takes that tornado. Sometimes it takes taking your family mm-hmm. in order for his will to be done, in order for his word to come true. And that's what happened in Job's life. But I think it's kind of like... Um, Abraham, so God wanted Isaac, but he didn't want Isaac. Right. Mm-hmm. But you don't see that story repeated in another family right. setting. But because mm-hmm. I think that God knows exactly if God takes my family, but he, you get to keep your family because yeah. God knew that that was my right. weakness. Absolutely. Yep. So God knows yep. our what is most to us and he's yeah. going to take that. And so, it's different for each of us. So here's your next, you're up next, yep. mm-hmm. next week's podcast. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. I won't remember. Or she already doesn't know. She's up. <laughs> I'm already saying no. Um, <laughs> 
but comparing disappointments. Yep. Like yeah. that's what you're that's what you're both saying. Yeah. But that is some that is that is a no win zone. No. That is something that 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 is a no win zone. I think it gets into the um then it gets into justifying yourself. So mm-hmm. like say we all like say I lost a child or she lost a child and then it's a constant like oh well I'm better than her I read my bible more so I shouldn't mm-hmm. be in this situation right. Rachel's the one that deserves this not yeah. me do you know what I mean and that brings a full circle to where we started what's that relying on mm-hmm. you and what's God say it rains on the just and the unjust yeah. it sunshines on the just the wicked and the righteous yeah. what's that mean it means this has nothing to do with you this yeah. is going to happen to yeah. both of you yeah. <laughs> you're both scum <laughs> Amen. Amen. That's right. I thought you were gonna smack me. Like I'm not sure what's happening. I don't know if I trust the microphone. Okay. <laughs> like, that was honestly. We don't. It's really like that every time. It doesn't matter if there's yeah. nothing between <laughs> us. There's nothing in between. We've us. always missed high fives. Yeah. Elbows. <laughs> so the question is: Are you questioning God, and are you straying away from His presence because of disappointments? What if we saw each disappointment as a development process? What if it was a training ground for tenacity? What if it was an investigation, as Job said, into the identity? of the I am, what if we face problems with an expectancy of just what God is going to do and what he's going to teach us mm-hmm. through this story? Yep. And so the, the story of Job really just stands out to a lot of us for a lot of reasons, but the story of Job reminds us to discern even through mm-hmm. disappointment, realize the facts, realize God is going to use this, realize that God has a plan here and discern through disappointment. Yep. Please don't applaud. I'm also a scum. It's, it's golf class. <laughs> Please don't even do that. <laughs> and Aggressive. I'm uh, Today's considerable quote, give God his glory by resting in him, by trusting in him fully, by waiting patiently for him. Mm-hmm. This patience honors him greatly. It leaves him as God on the throne to do his work. It yields self wholly into his hands. It lets God be God. Mm-hmm. By my favorite, Andrew mm-hmm. Murray. Old dead guy. That's right. Uh, today's feature content is Though You Slay Me by Shane and Shane. Mm-hmm. Um, so the Charge Up Challenge is, is kind of... I see a big s- click here. It's yeah. a little bit <laughs> sneaky. I don't know if we're allowed to do this. There's no rules. Uh, but, but you broke it. But I broke it. The Today's Charge Up Challenge, I, I want you each to go check out the NOYC series Shattered. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it mostly revolves around the story of Job and a lot to do with disappointment. Uh, and so if you click the link in the description of this video... Uh, there you'll find the video series. There's a video series. You can also download the book series if you're more of a reader. Mm-hmm. So I challenge each of you to go check that out. Really great series that the Lord used in a great way. So <laughs> last remarks, final thoughts. You gotta let this guy uh, out. Yeah, he's getting anxious. <laughs> he's a weirdo. All right. Well, until next time, we'll see you. Bye. Bye.